So, Arisha, when we're behind the mics here at Rich and Daily hosting what some would say are entertaining, inclusive, hilarious podcast. Mm-hmm. Some being you and me. Um, we're in control, you know, I think sort of. <laughs> we like to think we're in control sometimes. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. But of course, we obviously know where the episode is headed, where our conversation is headed. But when we're guests on somebody else's show, it's kind of a different story. Like, you never really know for sure what they're going to ask you. Like, anything can happen. Yeah. Um, as Liam reminded us, like, you saying DNA instead of NDA mm-hmm. on Tamron mm-hmm. Hall, it happens to the best of us. Yeah, which made me relatable and likable, you know? Exactly. That's exactly. what Tamron was thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> as someone who's learned the hard way... Uh, It can be tricky when you're not the one asking the questions. And I think Andy Cohen definitely learned this. Um, Mm -hmm. He's probably wishing that he maybe passed on the invite to sit in for an interview with veteran journalist Chris Wallace. Yeah, I think so. But if you like watching interview subjects squirm and sweat, this is going to be right up your alley. Yeah. Things got a little awkward, especially when Chris grilled Andy about his recent comments on one of his Real Housewives stars. And the more Andy tried to explain, the worse it got. Just kept digging and digging that hole. My, how the turntables have turned. (laughs) Exactly. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. It's Tuesday, January 17th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so that's fun. Oh, (laughs) yeah, definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Sax.com. Sax.com. Give me that, give me that hot gosh. Can you just clear that up a little bit and where Jen Shaw stands? Well, I don't know what to say to people who want her on the show. There, I, I hope that she gets no jail time whatsoever and she can come right back. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. So we're guessing that when Us Weekly asked Andy Cohen about Jen Shaw from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City back in November, he didn't expect that what he said would come back to bite him in the ass. But now it has. Mm-hmm. He should be prepared for stuff like this. He's Andy Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? 
I mean, he does this to people all the time. I, right, exactly. Um, so he's definitely feeling the heat after doing an interview with Chris Wallace from CNN for his mm-hmm. HBO Max show, Who's Talking to Chris Wallace? And Andy was asked about how he supported Jen during her very public legal battle, which, as we know, eventually led to a a six-and-a-half-year prison sentence. Yeah, so quick reminder, Jen was convicted of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and money laundering for her part in a telemarketing scheme. And this is a scheme that targeted the elderly and other vulnerable people, just shitty, shitty, shitty stuff Mm -hmm. she was doing. Um, And when the charges were first brought against her, she said she was innocent, but then later she switched her plea to guilty. Right. So in the interview for his show, Chris asked Andy why he said (laughs) he had hoped Jen wouldn't get jail time and why he would take her side, even though she defrauded thousands of people, including the elderly. I think I was hoping that she was actually innocent. I wouldn't have. She pleaded guilty. That was before she pled guilty. I mean, that I said that. I would think. No, I think it was after. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, God. Um, anyway, <laughs> wow, this is You're, fun. Uh, you were easy uh, to crack there. Yeah, so Chris also pointed out to Andy that Jen did something bad, <laughs> and Andy agreed, yes, she did, and she should go to jail. But then Andy said, sometimes you get to know someone and you get to like them. You hope that they are not guilty of something horrible. Which is fair, of course. Yeah, I yeah. mean, <laughs> you know. I feel like the way it's like, I try to superimpose this on like, what regular people who aren't in the entertainment industry and aren't super successful are like, where it's like, okay, this is like him really going to bat for a coworker. <laughs> yeah. Like he works, quote, works with Jen. It's like, it's just a weird person to just double down for. Yeah. I mean, when you put it that way and you call them a coworker, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not like this is his brother or his mom. Like, I don't know. It yeah. just, I mean, I'm your coworker. Wouldn't you go to bat for me? (laughs) Okay, but in a very different sense. It's like us going to bat for, God, who should I throw under the bus at Wondery? (laughs) I was just going to (laughs) say. Like going to bat for Kat, which I would. I love Kat, the director of AdOps. That's the AdOps, yeah, for those who don't know. um, If like she was defrauding the elderly, like (laughs) I feel like I don't know her as well as I know you, where it's like, I don't believe you're capable of doing something like that. So I would question that. But like Kat, it's like, I mean, I think I know her, but... (laughs) Did she, Did she take a bunch of money from old people? Yeah. Maybe. That's a that's that's a fair point. I do think in the original interview with Us Weekly that Andy was kind of like, you know, people want her back on the show and I hope yeah, blah blah blah. Was, it was yeah. a stupid thing to say. And he, obviously was, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't think he'd say something like that because he's like, wait, that was after or that was before she pled guilty, right? <laughs> but it was good that he owned it. He's like, Oh, okay, God. Yeah. So well, I just I mean, Chris really gave Andy a taste of his own medicine <laughs> and it was bitter. <laughs> he really did. And this was not the only time that he was put on blast during this interview. Chris also kind of zeroed in on Andy's role as executive producer of the Real Housewives franchises and you know, all the drama that we see play out on the show. And he was like, you know, I'm going to play some clips from The Real Housewives. Mm -hmm. And Andy from the beginning was very much like, oh, okay, now you're going to show all the worst clips and like the biggest fight. So Andy knew, like he was prepared already. Um, So they ended up showing a clip from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And this is when Kim Richards got into a very public and very messy mm, mm, fight with mm. Lisa Rinna at a restaurant. Like, people God. were looking, of course. Why does this never happen at restaurants I'm at? You know, I'm wondering. I mean, it could have happened at my birthday dinner a couple years ago. That didn't go well. <laughs> it almost did. It almost did, and unfortunately it didn't, really. If I could go back in time, maybe it would. Um, 
so after the clip, <laughs> Andy was very much like, okay, all right, okay. And, you mm-hmm. know, Chris was like, you're being very defensive. And he asked, he's like, is this unrepresentative of the show? It's just a fair question. Yeah, yeah. And Andy said, it is a part of it. But then, you know, he tried <laughs> to clarify and he said, what you're looking at, there is the climax of an entire season of Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. And he did agree that the scene was highly dramatic and highly charged. Yes. What What do you want to say to me about that, Chris? <laughs> wow. Talk about defensive. I know. I am a little defensive. Well, yes. a couple of things. Okay. First of all, is that for real or are they just playing? They're not playing. It's for real. We cast highly uh, dramatic women. I feel like my thing is just, like, of course Andy knew what was going to show up. Nobody's going to show clips where they're just, you know, braiding each other's hair. Like, that's not exciting. (laughs) They're going to show clips of this show at its heightened state. Yeah. So it's like, of course that's going to happen. And I feel like, I mean, to Andy's credit, he was like, you know, there's a whole season and there's a lot of other stuff that's not exciting. Chris was like, yeah, and we're not going to show that. It's not (laughs) exciting. And Andy's like, yeah, exactly. So it's like, we all know the game we're playing here. Yeah. But Andy did admit that everyone on the show is definitely aware that there are cameras on them. And he said that the stars of Beverly Hills are the most aware that they're on Mm -hmm. a TV show, which, of course, they are. Like, well, yeah. Of all of the housewives, I would expect them to be most aware. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a a series full of women who have been on TV before. And a lot of them are actors and stuff, you know? It's like, of course, they're aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... It was pretty clear watching this that Andy wasn't expecting really to get grilled. Um, but, you know, Chris Wallace, he's been around the block. He's not going to mm-hmm. go easy on someone like that's just not what he's going to do. And so he didn't let up. At one point, he even asked Andy if he was embarrassed by what he does. <laughs> I'm really not. I go back to me being in St. Louis Uh, as a kid watching all my children for years and years and years. And I loved all my children. It was just the great escape for me. And I think that this show represents that for a whole lot of people. Yeah, I thought this was an interesting perspective Mm -hmm. that, you know, he watched all my children growing up and this was kind of this representation for him. Yeah. Like as an adult, which I was like, oh, I guess this is kind of like it is real life soap opera. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I mean, we love ourselves. I'm not surprised that Andy Cohen, I guess, watched soap operas as a kid. It makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> Andy did agree that the Real Housewives shows can be really confrontational and a little difficult to swallow. He's like, that's why I can afford my second house in Aspen. <laughs> right. But he also argued that the shows do have great moments. He said it's about being a wife and a mother and a sister and a friend and a whole lot more. Yeah, and all the viewers are like, but that's not why we watch it. Yeah. So, I, shut up. It's we like, want wait. the drama. <laughs> <laughs> they're friends? What? Yeah, what? They're, they're co-workers. Arisha made that they clear. They are co-workers. Yeah, yeah. They talk at the water cooler. <laughs> Maybe they grab lunch mm-hmm. occasionally, but that's it. Yeah, and they only have an hour for that. <laughs> so, okay, Arisha, Chris Wallace made it very clear that it's not a great look for Andy to say that he hoped Jen wouldn't get any jail time after, you know, she already pled guilty. Uh, so do you think, as the producer of this franchise, that Andy's priorities are kind of clouded by ratings and money? I mean, yeah. I think this is true even when you're not a producer. Like, our judgment gets clouded by a lot of things, primarily mm-hmm. money, unfortunately. We live in a capitalistic society. 
And I think, like, looking back, if you watch that Us Weekly interview, mm-hmm. it felt very informal, especially, like, <laughs> juxtaposed next to the Chris Wallace right. one, where it was, like, in person. He was wearing a suit, yeah, or at least a suit jacket. Very interesting style choice, I might say. <laughs> um, but, like, in the Us Weekly interview, he was just, like, he was, like, leaning back. Yes. He was, like, so casual. He was, like, yeah, of course. Like, I don't want her to go. Like, I don't think he was really processing what he was saying. Like, I agree. It was one of those things. And to the point, like, when Chris Wallace was, like, you said this. And he's, like, did I? It's, like, uh-huh. I, I felt I felt for him. Because a number of times you'll be, like, Arisha, you said this. You're, like, no, I didn't. You're, like, no, you did. It's, like, shit. Because, like, I, you say things. And it's, like, and that's not to excuse it. Like, we need to right. be responsible for what we say. And this is like, these are serious crimes. They're terrible. Yeah. Um, and I just think, I think it was one of those unfortunate times when like Andy kind of what wasn't really thinking about what he was saying. Yeah. No, I 100% agree with you. It's true. You know, he, he, the Us Weekly interview seemed like he was just chatting with a friend, you know? So it's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. That's why I've started to record our conversations now. Mm-hmm. Because it's of for how- the best. <laughs> it's for the best for everyone, really. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 65th National Finals of Distinguished Young Women. Every year, one girl from every state leaves her family, her whole life behind, for two weeks and spends each day training, practicing, preparing. Because to win this competition, she needs to wow a panel of judges with her academic record, her athletic ability, her speaking skills, and a show-stopping talent. I met her and I was like, she's going to win. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. When I sing that song about being a black woman in America, there's going to be backlash about that. Oh, I'm just so happy. So happy. I don't want to see them. I don't want to talk to them. And then we stayed with them for the next year, unpacking just what happened those two weeks in Mobile. I'm Shimoliai, and from Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.